Welcome to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. What's happening, the hot stuff? I'm a man who discovered the wheel and built the Eiffel Tower out of metal and brawn. That's what kind of man I Welcome am. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. Then That's right. It's the moment you've been waiting for. Oh, James, look at the butt on that. Yeah. He must work out. Time to stop worrying about your weight. Stop thinking about your jackass of a boss. And get ready to win with the Fat Jack. Here's the deal. I'm the best there is. Plain and simple. Nobody can hang with my stuff. It's a big, hairy American winning machine. If you play the games against the spread, this is the most important hour of your day. So sit back, grab some Funyuns, and get ready to win. And now, here he is, along with the Fat Jack Dancers, the number one sports consultant in America, the Fat Jack. Hello and welcome to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, the Fat Jack. The weekend is here. It's the middle of October. Breeders' Cup's around the corner. We had a big week, a winning week last week. Not a, not a monster week, but a winning week. Everybody got into profit, actually, in every sport. So a really, really good start to the middle of October, fall in a lot of parts of the country, we're falling into profit. Uh, let me bring in my co-host from Louisville, Kentucky. We have a huge show to get to. Lots going on before the NBA starts up on Tuesday, uh, resulting in uh, more profit that will be going on as we head into late October into November. Mr. Brandon Rush, how are you, buddy? I am doing well. The uh, The fact that basketball season is starting is a very – uh, you know, line in the sand type of a moment, I think, for a lot of people, especially if you had only been betting football on your own. The fact that there's now going to be more games to wager on is really going to dig people further into a, to a hole that you are then going to have to promptly or maybe not as promptly. But we'll, we will now be tasked with kind of digging them out of that hole if they've been going about this whole thing on their own. Yeah, it's the beginning of the end for a lot of mm. casual players. It really is. And it started last Sunday. Um, we had, we had the biggest uh, payday for the books all year long, not even close. Actually, all year back to January first was Sunday. Um, they had a monster day. We had a great day. That's typically how that works. When they win, we win. When the general public wins, we don't do as well. Um, and so, yeah, the beginning of the end kind of started last Sunday, and it will go for about a month, month and a half. I always say by Thanksgiving, most of the I want to play San Francisco and I want to play. Philadelphia, and I like the Dallas Cowboys when they're playing a bad team, and I like to play Alabama and Georgia and those type. Those players, uh, the Chiefs, those type, those type gamblers are finished and not broke, but done. They're done by the time we get to Thanksgiving. Sometimes it takes a little longer, sometimes less. This year it's kind of about average. The, the public's done pretty well. We've talked about that in the last couple of shows, that the public's done okay, and, and on Saturday they did okay. Um, Utah, Oregon, Florida State, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, and North Carolina, all and Duke, all public plays, all over seventy percent of the money, all got home. Uh, the only big, uh, you know, money slash bet lopsided that lost Kansas and Kentucky. So Saturday, a pretty good day for John Q. Public, but for what he made on Saturday, most of them more than gave that back on Sunday because Sunday was, as I said, the worst day so far for the public and the by far the best day when you have teams like. San Francisco and Philly, which we talked about. And I'll, I'll give you credit right up front. By the way, I need to get the numbers out in a second, get people signed up. It's going to be a great weekend. We had a great, we had a good week last week, won money in every single sport. 
heading into this week. We swept the board on Thursday and Friday, so a great start. Had a 3-1 and Sunday. Everybody won. I want to get that out there. But before I do that, I do want to give you some props. We said right here on this show last week, I had said the anatomy of, of undefeated teams losing was exactly what we were getting. Great defenses, quarterbacks either that were new and, and, and the defensive coordinators did not have as much time to prepare for, or more, more likely – Players that had, in Zach Wilson's case, had looked good at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, not all, but we're going to be able to put more of that together. And then they both were probably going to lose a turnover battle. You flat out just came out and said, "I think both these undefeated teams lose this week." Yeah, um, and it was it was one of those deals where you know, you 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 had asked you know which team of the undefeateds lasts the longest, and it was just a perfect storm of 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 everything to where playing you know San Francisco playing the best defense they had played all year they were due for a for a clunker game they it didn't hurt um, at least for me that you know Debo Samuel got knocked up uh that uh, Christian McCaffrey yeah. got 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 banged around a bit so I mean there were obviously a lot of dominoes that had to fall but but for really everything that came together it was exactly that just uh, a right time for uh for two large upsets and now there are no undefeated teams left in the NFL and 11 ranked teams lost in the top 25 last week. So it was a and bit Larry of a Zonka, week. Yeah, and Larry Zonka puts out a tweet with his pop in the champagne for the 72 Dolphins, <laughs> and we move on down the line. I mean, this is what happens, uh, Brandon. And we said, I said this all over the country last week, and everybody's looking like, what? The, when these teams lose, they're going to lose to somebody they're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. Because when you get into October, you have enough recency bias and information we've seen on the on the front end of the season to say against just about everybody unless they're playing each other. I mean, I, this week, it would not have been – crazy for you to say either that Miami would beat Philly had Philly gotten out of last week or whatever so I mean they'll have a couple of games here and there but most of the time the really good teams don't necessarily lose in that spot they lose in a spot exactly like this that happened exactly like happened Uh, you have injuries you have turnover problems and you have other teams that kind of get it together all at the right time if you don't want to have to mess with that by the way we didn't have any of that we were three and one last week Uh, my only loss I will talk about it in a minute but just Mm. totally irritating um, three and one last week on Sunday, two and oh Thursday, two and oh Friday, Saturday had had a losing Saturday, but I'll tell you, Brandon, it's okay. I'm okay with a losing Saturday because they're going to be losing Saturdays, and when they happen, you want them to happen around nothing but winning days. So you mm-hmm. want undefeated Thursday, undefeated Friday, and and Saturday wasn't like the handicapping was bad. It just we we South Carolina lost with under a minute to play. Um. The uh, that was that one, and then we had another one that was we we were not minus three in turnovers and all the other ones. Miami, Florida turned the ball over I think four times. We don't count the one at the end, still three times. Anytime you go on the road, turn the ball over three or four times more in your poll, you're going to lose. The good news is over the course of the season, we'll be on the right side of that too. A bunch we'll be on North Carolina, and they'll get a plus three turnover ratio mm-hmm. at home against a team that they're pretty evenly matched again, and we'll win easily. So those games even out. I don't care about those. When they happen on a day, we're going to lose that day, and I don't care about that either. Nor should you, if you're out there gambling at this time of year and doing it correctly, you should be able to say, shrug your shoulders, say, you know what, we have minus three in the turnover category in that in the Miami game. We were minus in the um, what was the other one? Oh, the UAB game. They turned it over three times. Uh, the total on Saturday, the Temple game over. They were. Scoring it at will in the first half, second half, I uh, didn't score as much. A uh, three-point third quarter. Yeah, and Temple just could not get it together offensively, even though they're playing against there. And those things happen too. So whatever, you have a losing day. So you go four and zero going into Saturday. You have a little losing Saturday, and you go three and one Sunday. Everybody wins. By the way, baseball swept this weekend. <sighs> UFC won on Saturday. Go to FatJackSports.com. 
Everything through the Super Bowl, or excuse me, through Halloween, less than $299. That's less than $150 a week. Everybody loves the $99 weekends. This is actually less than that because you're getting the whole week, seven days plus for $150. And as I said, if you signed up last Friday and you were like, hey, I love the $99 deal, Jack, you missed 4 0 on Thursday and Friday. So what are you doing? I mean, you're, you're, you're guessing. If you're doing that, let's try to see when that all, how that old boy does. Well, how that old boy did was he put you deep into profit before we even got to Friday. So if you want to win, don't be missing these days. Get signed up early. Get signed up longer term because you're playing less for the picks. You pay less for the service fee, and you get all the plays, so you build profit. Base is now on a 24-8 run. Just kid, That's free. You're not paying for that. You, um, Breeders' Cup is right around the corner, like two weeks. Those are going to be free. We've made 10000 on Breeders' Cup Saturday before. Those plays are free. The rest of the baseball playoffs for free. Basketball, we said, starts Tuesday. Add those plays now. It's about 30 bucks a week to the longer packages. Add it up. You go through the, through the NBA Finals, you're paying about 20 or 30 bucks a week to win in basketball. You say, well, Jack, how do you do in hoops? Well, about 50 to 60 games of profit a year on average over the last quarter of a century. It's worth 20 or 30 bucks a week to add to your football package. Do it today. Don't wait. You wait till Tuesday. It's going to cost about 100 bucks a week. You wait till after that and go shorter packages. It costs even more. So now's the time for hoops to add to your football package or add it. If you're going to get a football package and thinking about adding the hoops, are you like, well, I don't normally play to March about it. Do not wait. Do it now. You're paying very little for the picks. Play less on the picks. Watch them if you have to. It's better to sign up and not bet hoops every day than it is to wait a month or so and then add the hoops. Go to Fat Jack. Go ahead. I was going to say, you wait till March. That's four months from now. That's four months of profit that you're just leaving on the table. Right now, Brandon, you can get Go to FatJackSports.com, guys, and go to the package pad. You can see it. But right now, if you sign up through the Super Bowl, it's $2,600. If you sign up through March, and that's for football, basketball, all the bowl games, all the NFL playoffs, the Breeders' Cup, the, all of it, 2600 If you sign up through March Madness, it's 2800 <laughs> So two, I think, 200 bucks to get you the rest of February, all of March into April for $200. If you call up Super Bowl Sunday and say, I would like basketball, it's going to cost $699 for the same exact picks. Guess what? Through the NBA Finals, which after April is all of April, all of May, all of half of June, $2,900. So $2,800 through March Madness for $100 more. If you do it now, $100 gets you all the games from the end of March Madness through the NBA Finals, including right now free baseball, which we just said on a 24-8 run. This is the time. If you're not on board, don't complain. Oh, Jack, I paid two forty nine for a week, and you only made me three games of profit. If you're doing that, the first part of that sentence is your problem. Don't pay two forty nine a week or two thirty nine a week. Pay ten dollars a week. Once we get in April, May, and June, or whatever that is, it is about ten bucks a week to make money by planning ahead. Look at this more like an investment. Start winning longer term. FatJackSports.com. Last week, Brandon, what jumped out? What didn't jump out? Tell me about last week. I mean, to, to see some of the the general public games really kind of sway. I mean, like I, everybody that had just started sports betting within the last three to four years, or the, like the last two to three months, was on Colorado. They get they, uh, they give up a twenty nine point lead to Stanford, and then all of a sudden, now look at the rest of their schedule. It's questionable. Are they going to make a bowl game? USC. 
did exactly what we thought they were they were going to do. There's still at least two losses on that schedule, especially after watching what Oregon and Washington did to each other on Saturday. That's going to be a carbon copy for those offenses when they play USC uh, later in the in October and early November. Uh, it was it was a fun weekend, uh, all in all. But like I said, eleven ranked teams lost, and a little bit of a mayhem week because at this point you got to wonder who's going to answer the bell. What teams? Uh, what are teams going to look like coming off bye weeks? It's it's a fun time of year, man. Some weeks you get stupid stories that nobody can benefit from on this show. Mm -hmm. And other weeks you get information that will straight up make you money. And last week, if you listen to this show, you got a ton of information. I'm not asking you to money line parlay anti-Philly and anti-San Fran. But I'm just telling you the show was full of, we pointed out, identified a ton of pitfalls. We identified a ton of spots that were going to be a problem. We, we said two lost teams that are favored over unranked teams in the month of October or later are Owen, the, the unranked team 0-6 straight up the last six times. Sirens should be going off if you see Notre Dame favored over USC. Mm-hmm. USC did exactly what we thought they would do. I said not only in the show but around the country they're going to lose at least twice this year, probably three times. You can't show up with that defense. I don't care how good your quarterback is. And, frankly, you can't win a Heisman Trophy that way. And you can't because they, expectations go up. When you win it once, expectations go through the roof. You better be winning to win it two years in a row. We've talked about that before, too. That was not going to happen. Um I will tell you this. What I learned from last week, Brandon, having little to do with everything you said is absolutely right. But I learned some of these coaches, Brandon, are the I don't they're the stupidest people maybe in the entire arena. And that counts the guys that standing behind me in the Bills Mafia screaming and yelling overseas. They're, I think coaches are dumber. Explain to me what Oregon's got. Maybe there's something in the water to Oregon. I mean, Cristobal came from Oregon. Mm-hmm. He not only went for it. On fourth and goal from the on a hostile environment on the road from inside the five went for twice that would have won them the game most likely. But then at the end of the game, and correct me if I'm wrong, Brandon, because I was just I was at that point I, I think I was at the airport or something, but I didn't see it live. But Oregon has the ball driving with about two and a half and all their timeouts left. They get to about midfield and he goes for it from the 47. Is that right? And turn the, the ball over. They. Um... The update I saw. The update yeah, I yes, saw. Yes, Bo because Nix. yes, yeah, exactly. It was exactly that. Because if they got the first down, Washington never gets the ball back, and they can just run out the clock. Um, put put but the ball if away. You, punt, you put them inside the fifteen with no timeouts. By the yeah, way, exactly. Yeah, they threw an interception, or they threw an incomplete pass, so they didn't have to use their timeouts. Run the ball. Try or or a. a, a some type of pass you could complete for a hundred mm-hmm. or eighty five percent of the time, and if you don't get it, punt it and believe in your team. This wasn't a horrible team. No. That, that coach point he's costed with all the analytics in the in the world. Oregon's head coach basically showed us again the line between aggressive and stupid. It's I mean, a fine line too, and 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 they often walk both sides of it. They, and under no re- rhyme or reason, we're aggressive does not give you the right to take the game out of your defense's hands. Sure. When you have the the now overwhelming front runners, your Heisman Trophy candidate on the mm-hmm. other team at quarterback they need one first down pin them back inside the 10 make them go 80 or 90 yards with one timeout get a sack now you're down to about 140 or so so stupid i cannot tell you and i don't want to hear aggressive that is just stupid Brad. and i'm a, I'm a gambler for gosh sake i'm a professional <laughs> gambler i'm right. all about being aggressive but 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 here's to, to that point 
there's a difference between, like we said, between being aggressive and being dumb. There's a difference between being a gambler and being uh, a risk taker. If you're one the risk the, those, taker, those aren't necessarily the same thing. The one before the first half, I'm like, okay. Sure. The one right before halftime, yeah, go for it. By the way, I should preface all this with I didn't have Oregon or Washington. I did nope. not care. either. I did not as an opinion, not as a selection, not as an the elite play. didn't have it. Right. Didn't <laughs> care about the game at all under any under any world. But I'm watching the game thinking this coach is literally – Chris Ball's deal is worth. He's running the ball when he could have kneeled it down. Absolutely. But he's literally taking the game out of his players' hands and saying, we're going to be so aggressive, even though the math does not say we're going to get it, Time after time after time. And then at the end, there's no excuse. Punt the ball away, make him go 90 yards. I mean, your defense is not horrible. And 80 yards is not a given. You know, mm-hmm. they could have stopped him. So I don't know. It's just the whole thing was ridiculous. Um, another fl- one. I was going to say, to flip it over to the NFL, there were four times where there were fourth and less than five, and teams just simply ran go routes trying to get a pass interference penalty. The NFL, I don't know. They, they paid these guys multi-means. How in the world – I under if you're a backup quarterback in the league, you do not. First of all, if you have an option play, down the, we're talking, talking about the Giants game at the end mm-hmm. of the first half. Mm-hmm. If you have an option play where you can uh, you can shift to a running play from pass play, you if you're even on an NFL roster, you understand inside the two enough about game situation. You don't ever run the ball there. Mm-hmm. He, he literally, you know what happened there, right? Into the first half, there were 13 seconds to go from like the two. They come up to the line of scrimmage. You could tell because Debo, uh, the coach for the Giants, lost his mind after. But he basically has an op- a run pass option. Yep. Quarterback, who is a backup, comes up, checks to the run play, they hand the ball off, stop him at the one. Everybody gets slow off the pile, and they get nothing. And you're the Giants that have scored like eight touchdowns all season. Right. You got to get po- – they would have gone up two scores at that point and probably win the game. I mean, yeah, at the end of the game, they're looking for pass interference. They're throwing uh, – teams. it's team-slash-quarterbacks are so – they lose games. And the NFL, it's not like – we've talked about this before. It's not like basketball where you get three games a week, and if you make a mistake, you go you go fix it by Wednesday because you're going right. to get – that's – the NFL is – everything is on these games. And when you're the Giants – or I'll give you another one, but the London game. So Baltimore's playing into the first half. You see that deal? Into the first half, there's like nine seconds. No, about 12 seconds to play. Baltimore's punting the ball from midfield. Yes. Oh, my God. Punts. I've got Baltimore in this one. So loving it. I'm not angry about it. But Baltimore, who had literally Mm -hmm. owned the first half, punt the ball. The, the, The receiver fair catches the ball at about the five with literally time running out. Fumbles the ball away. Baltimore jumps on it. Gets three more points right before half. We're living in a league of analytics, Brandon. Explain the analytics on that. What benefit do we have to catch the ball there? Who is putting somebody back there? And it's not like me second-guessing from my office with naked people behind me in pictures. These guys spend 24 hours a day, seven days a week coaching football. Yeah. Does that never come up? What's our benefit to fielding here? What's the what's the downside? It's zero percent benefit. You're never you're not going to move. You're going to kneel in the ball and go to the locker room. Why are you putting a return guy back there anyways? Because let's At face all. it, you're not you're not going to set up a return uh, to do anything. Because again, there was seven seconds left in the in the half. Secondly, um, if you're not trying to block the punt, which they're not, it was it was it was not even a punt block. It's just but but, but here's the thing because yeah, if if they get aggressive and go for the punt block. They or they run into the punter or rough the punter, then they get a, give a free first down, and then that's an easy chip shot for Justin Tucker. And then, see, why are you fair catching it inside the ten? 
at all. Why is anybody back there? And that's, uh, again, yes. that's coaches. That's not. I don't blame the kid who basically looked like he was in a boy band from from Korea or something. I mean, a kind of long, flowy hair sure, with the earrings. Sure. I don't know how he's even back there. Um, I think he went to UCLA. Actually, explains a little bit, but I, I don't understand. But it's not. It's not him. No, he made a human error. Yes. So why is he, he back not, there? He should not have been put in a position to make that error. What's the benefit? What happens if you catch it versus not catching it? Is there anything good? I, I would tell my guy, listen, just stand here, make sure they don't fake punt it, and go to the yep. locker room get some water. Everybody yep. get orange wedges because we're going to get some orange wedges and go get some Kool Aid and get ready for the second half because there's no benefit. They give up three more points. They end up not covering and losing easily. That's a game. These are coaches' decisions. These guys are making main stars. I don't get it at all. FatJackSports.com. Weekend packages. Basketball starts on Tuesday. Breeders' Cup's coming. The longer packages. I'm going to talk about those more this week because if you're a weekly guy, you're probably missing a lot of profit is the problem because I have a lot of people that go through Monday, and then they go back to their life. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And meanwhile, we go 2-0 and in baseball. We go 2-0 and on Thursday in football. And then, oh, by the way, Friday rolls up. Eh, I think I'll bet this weekend. I'll go ahead and get on pack. They've missed, like, if they're a $100 player, they miss, like, $500 worth of profit before we even get to Saturday. Yep. Don't do that, guys. You can pay less for the picks. You get all the plays. And in basketball season, it matters even more. I'll have guys that sign up weekly. It's two forty nine a week for basketball and football once basketball starts. I'll have guys that sign up weekly, and they do it every Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, and they miss Monday or Tuesday every week. You don't think we win on Tuesdays? We win more on Tuesdays a lot of years than we do on Saturday. I mean, we literally dominate Tuesdays. And there are guys, it's not just Taco Tuesday around here. It's Profit Tuesday. We're going to make money. If you're betting, join us. Go to FatJackSports.com and win. All right. You want to break down a, a game or you want to take a break? What do you want to do? Let's uh, let's look at a, at a game. Uh, college kind of has the the heavy hand this week when it comes to, uh, to matchups. Uh, much more watchable uh, and, and intriguing games in college and there is the NFL. Um, obviously, Penn State, Ohio State is the big game of the week. Tennessee, Alabama kind of taking a second, a second fiddle there. I am curious to see what Washington does at home against Arizona State. So here you have an Arizona State team that should have beat Colorado. Washington coming off a, a signature win for their program. And now they got to turn around and, and, and answer the bell a, a week after a, a really big game and a really big rivalry game. I'm curious to see what they can do. Yeah, I could look stupid for saying this because I didn't have any part of the Washington-Oregon game. Right. Probably not going to have any of this, but I think Washington smokes Arizona State. And I'm the same guy that released Arizona State when they play Colorado. Colorado, yep. So I, it's not like I have anything against Arizona State. But I think in the Pac-12, we're seeing at this point there there's uh, you know haves and have-nots, basically. It's, it's, it's about four at the top, and then everyone else is, is just mediocre. Yeah, mediocre to not good, and consequently, it's why the conference is literally going out of that and their commissioner. Why they're literally we're not, Our kids or grandkids or whatever will be like, the what? Yes. There was a conference that was on just on the, on the West Coast. What they do, play water polo and field hockey full-time? <laughs> I mean, that, that's the questions we're going to get. Um, nobody will remember the Pac-12. And it's no. because, basically, the, the commissioners and the high-hat high you know, uh, intellectuals and some of these teams are not very good, like what should be a middle-of-the-road team, but it's not in, like, this Arizona State team. So I think Washington smokes them. I'm very interested. Is it wrong for me to not – to really dislike Franklin at Penn State? I mean, is that I, – I don't, I don't like that dude, and I have no reason not to other than the fact that 
Um, he's not consistent with whether he's running it or kneeling down. I don't like that. And I just, for some reason, don't think he and I would get along. Is that wrong? I, I don't think that you are, A, I don't think you are wrong in that assessment. In assessment. Uh, B, hey, you can you can like who you like. You can you can love who you love. You can want hate who you hate. I, I won't judge you. I was at, in the hotel this last week, and I had a talk with myself, Brandon, about. Out loud? I may have been a little bit out loud. Okay. It was actually between me and God. I was asking God to help me be a more patient, kinder, gentler person. Okay. It's very, uh, very Zen of you, but yeah, I, I just, I feel like there's a chance that I'm turning into that old man, the, the get off my lawn guy. Mm. I'm mad at everybody about everything having, having little to do with the customer service, the time of year, all that kind of stuff. Sure. You know, I, I upset a guy last week cause I said, that's what losing gamblers do. He said, well, I, you know, I was waiting on the free pick and then I was going to decide whether to sign up after the free pick. And I said, you know what? That's what losing gamblers do. You want to do that? That's fine. And he lost his mind. I mean, and you're so, not wrong. I, I, no, that seems that doesn't seem to matter in my world. <laughs> That's whether, insignificant at this point. Huh? Yeah, I think it's my delivery more than it is anything sure, else. Okay. Um, so I that, and then I turn right around and I start fighting with the security guard at the win because I wanted to. I, I literally every single week when I'm leaving, I take my luggage into the sports book, set it under my little cubby. I have a reserve seat there mm-hmm. and i set it in my cubby and then i i watch the games get my computer out set up my office everything i do and then i go get on the plane they he, this guy decided there's no luggage in the sports book so instead of me just understanding that it's probably not his rule and being nice about it i lose my mind with him now i'm yelling at him i come here every week why are you doing this now da, da, da. don't you have anything else are there no real crimes going on somebody's being pickpocketed the whole thing you know that whole thing to a guy that's making eight bucks an hour, or whatever, being a security guard, I, 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 I need to just lighten up, take my luggage to the bellman, give it to him, and just do something else. But I didn't. And there was a third example too. I had three different things. I've seen people drive like the little coolers, that like motorized coolers, into sports books before, and apparently this, this yeah, gr- granted, you carry on. This and probably circus circus. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is the win. And yeah, after you know, you sure. come in hot there, they're probably going to turn you away too. But I, but the point is, is I, it's it's me, Brian. I can control me. Yeah, I can't control him. What's the name of that guy that I used to listen to? Um, um Joel Austin. No, not Joel. Everybody oh, else okay. listens to Joel Osteen. He is a pep rally for pep rally right. driver for Christmas. Right. My guy was, I'm going to look at him on the break, people. He's dead now, but he was ball-headed. Tony Robbins. Nope. No, this guy's better than Tony Robbins. I'm gonna, i I got to get through the. We haven't broke down the game we're supposed to get down to before the break. During the break, I'm going to get it, though, and I'll tell you, because you guys should go watch it. Basically, he just harps on the fact you can control you and you can't control them. Do a better job of controlling you, which I probably need to do. I think I'm, I'm not over the line to that get-off-my-lawn dude, but I am, you know what, I can see him from here, and that's Wayne not Dyer. healthy. Wayne Dyer, thank you, Brandon. That's I knew, awesome. I knew it was close. I was, I was right in the hey, ballpark. Yeah, that's him. Perfect, dude. If you're out there, go listen to some Wayne freaking Dyer. That old, that guy, he'll recenter you. I'll promise you that because he is right on 99. percent What he's dead, but before that, before he was dead, he was right about 99. percent And it's not as much a religious thing. It's just perception of and, yeah, self awareness yeah. and and perception of life, how to live a happier life, be a happier person. Um. I need to probably circle back to Wayne Dyer on some of these flights instead of watching Love is Blind or Love Island, so, which is the opposite of Wayne Dyer. It can't hurt. Penn State 5-0 and against the spread their last five. We talked about that. Franklin's love and covering numbers. Ohio State's, of course, Ohio State. Ohio State has owned 
Penn State. Mm-hmm. So this has not been a competitive. It's one of those in the Big Ten. Every A lot of conferences have these, but almost none more so than the Big Ten. Up until Michigan beat Ohio State last year, Ohio State had owned Michigan, and there was all big rivalry in recent history. They had owned Michigan. And this is one that hasn't been that competitive since uh, Joe Paterno's assistants were doing inappropriate things to everybody on the team and in the school, I guess. This thing hasn't been that competitive. Um, so I think making more out of it than it is is probably bad. I didn't. Obviously, Penn, Ohio State should probably have a loss. I mean, at North Carolina, or excuse me, Notre Dame had done anything right. Mm-hmm. They have a loss. Um, but still, you get a, a team that ha- does this a lot of years. They play the first half of the season. At times, they look beatable and not good. And then they kind of get it going when they need to. Uh, that's kind of the secret sauce up there. This Ohio State against the world works this way a lot. So who do you like in this one before we go to break real quick? I would come into this game kind of leaning towards Penn State because you look at the Ohio State games. I mean, you mentioned the Notre Dame game uh, against Maryland. They took a while to kind of get out of their own way before they kind of went along. And and it was just looking at those two resumes side by side, I would take Penn State. But you said something about uh, Ohio State, how they kind of seem to do this annually. They, they're, they're sluggish. They win games they maybe shouldn't have. And then all of a sudden the switch flips and then they just go on this dominant tear. It seems like it's this type of game or this type of of, uh, time of the season where that switch gets flipped. And the fact that it's in Columbus probably helps their case a little bit more. So I I, I'm with you. I don't like uh, James Franklin. I really don't like Ryan Day. I I'd be okay if the asteroid came at this game. But uh, since we're going to play the play the game and not wish you know imminent death upon thousands of people. Um Ohio State probably is going to be Yeah, I was going to I was going to say power outage but Asteroid works too. See I that's my Wayne that's what Wayne Dyer sweep it in. You you're already being influenced by the by the power of positive thinking. Last week I was going to firebomb Betfred Casino. This week I'm <laughs> I'm trying to pull off the Asteroid, have it miss it and just have a power outage. So we're making progress. It is. Um I lean toward the under in the game. I think there will be a lower-scoring game. If it was at Penn State, I would take Penn State. They would yep. be about to pick them. Um, and I will still play. I would still – I'm not going to bet. This will, By the way, clients, this will not be a release. It will not be an opinion. No. It will be like Ohio. It will be like Oregon, Washington. You will not see any information on this most likely coming from me. But if I was going to do it, I'll go ahead and take the points. I think it will be a close game. I don't like betting on a switch. Um, and I do think – that's probably what has to happen for Ohio State to win. They have to play better. I will tell you, James uh, Harrison Jr., absolutely oh, the real deal. And, and Penn State had better double him up and make somebody else beat him. It's like when Travis Kelsey's running wide open for the Chiefs. I do not understand what that, how that is. I would never, ever let Travis Kelsey run wide open if I was coaching against the Chiefs. Same way with Ohio State. If you're playing them, don't let Harrison beat you. You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1-800-298-1383 or the simplest thing. Log on to FatJackSports.com and get ready to win. Hey, this is the Fat Jack. Another week in the books, and it was a big one. We win in football. We win in baseball. We win in the UFC. Everything turns a profit. Are you ready to make money as we head toward the end of October? Go to FatJackSports.com, and for as little as $299, get everything through Halloween. Want to add basketball? It starts next Tuesday. Add it now and save hundreds of dollars. Go to FatJackSports.com. Sign up today. The plays are emailed to you. You'll start winning this weekend at FatJackSports.com. Hey, it's Brandon Rush from the Fat Jack Sports Service. If you want to stay in touch with everything related to the Fat Jack, follow us on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, you name it. 
We are there at Fat Jack Sports. You can also watch the Fat Jack Sports Hour on YouTube every weekend. Plus, see funny clips from the show, see Jack's appearances on the nationally syndicated TV show, Beat the Odds. Stay connected to the Fat Jack at Fat Jack Sports on all the socials and on YouTube. Welcome back to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. And now here is our host putting a spook into the sports books. He is the Fat Jack. Thank you, Brandon, so much. Fat Jack Sports Hour, segment number two. Yeah, you know, I, t- I talked to a couple of guys that, that run the sports books. That I, you know, they're line setters. And they had seen that I wasn't down, but it wasn't going as well. They know I win. And sure. I saw it the same thing. We were, I was at the, the win. And another guy works at another place there. And he said, yeah, I looked at your account. You're, you're winning, but it's not like normal. And I said, oh, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> I said, are you guys doing great? And he said, no. No, we're not. I said, well, there you go. I said, exactly. when, you, when you win, I win. So uh, it's coming for both of us. And we all kind of laughed and went on. Then then Sunday rolled around and everything got a little bit better. So um, more of those coming. I mean, we're going to have big, big weeks based on the fact that I talked about this last week and, and actually a lot on the TV show that that contrarian anti-public that has basically ruled Las Vegas for the better part of 50 years uh, value and underdogs, values and unders, those type things. Uh, you can't just cross the board blind bet it, but th- that will transition. And it had been such a good start for the public player that it's not unusual that I'm not, you know, we're not, I'm not Kenny Rogers right this second. We're not able to retire because when the general public does really well, that, uh, you can't have it both ways. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can't win 26 of the last 27 years betting on sports and then also make a lot of money when teams like San Francisco and like Philadelphia and like Kansas City and like Miami and those type teams in the NFL, would they cover in these uh, on a regular basis? Um, I and so it's not like I'm betting against those teams, but I understand. Yeah, I understand enough to know that you've got to be patient. Hopefully, I know that most of the clients do as well. That unless you're new to the service and or over desperate, you've got to understand that you cannot overreact when the general public wins. If we break even that week, that's a good week because most of the time the general public's going to lose. We're going to find the value in some of these games, and we're going to make a lot of money. So go to FatJackSports.com. If you're sick of riding the waves the wrong direction where you go up two or three games and then you go down five or six games, and you go up a game or two, then you go down two or three, four. And then by Thanksgiving, you're just talking to your drunk Uncle Al who – he thinks he knows everything about everything because you don't have anything to deflect your interest to because you've had to quit gambling because you were following the public for the first month and a half of the season because that was the comfortable, easy thing to do. If you're sick of that and you want to actually be building profit into October, November, December, go to FatJackSports.com, get one of those packages, longer packages, save you a bunch of money. NBA starts Tuesday, college basketball is coming, Breeders' Cup around the corner, and a big, big weekend of football going on. Get through Halloween at least. And uh, all the way or all the way through the NBA finals, save you a ton of money. Uh, get signed up today and win. All right, Brandon. Not, under- not to mention, not to mention free World Series. Free World Series, which is killing it. 24 and 8. We take this show. We've been hitting about three out of every four games. And it's free. That profit adds up for free. Um, and we're going to keep doing that. Unders ruled the day last Sunday. Yes, goodness. Been, there were some it was a field goal fest in a bunch of these games. Been very streaky this year. I you know, we went three and one with the with the plays on Sunday. And my loss, which was super irritating, was you know, I, I do the T V show Beat the Odds. I had won we have a, a top play of the week every week. Mm-hmm. I had won mm-hmm. every week. Um, I don't know. 
five and zero undefeated Operation Clean Sweep leading up to last week. One of the four was the Seattle Cincinnati game over, and that was the one I went with with my play of the week. Um, I, I looked at the first couple of uh, series, and, and they, everybody was in the red zone. Every time I clicked over, there was in yep. the red zone, um, and they scored at will. And then I guess uh, Cincinnati had 82 yards in the last 42 minutes of the game. They had a total of 82 yards. <laughs> so they went from scoring every drive to not scoring at all. So plus a bunch um, of turnovers, and yeah, it was it was sloppy towards the end. Yeah, and that you know what? So what? That was our only loss. That happens, and and we had a winning day and moved on. But it was a little irritating because I could have released any of them, and um and one, and that was the one I went over in a week full of nothing but unders. A twelve and two heading into Monday night were the unders this week. This or this year, Brandon, unders are hitting sixty percent of the time. So if you just blind bet unders, and there have been a couple weeks you'd have had you'd have almost gone broke because there were a lot. There was a week or so where overs ruled the day. Right been very streaky but this year so far if you had bet just the under you'd be 56 36 and one wow. that's 60 percent. that's pretty good um you can retire on that by the way you bet enough money if you could get 60 percent of everything through every week you would you could be you could be a professional gambler and retire if you knew what you were doing um so i'm will i continue this week i don't know maybe it will maybe it won't uh nfl best teams against the spread We'll talk about that, and then we're going to break down a couple of games. Best teams against the spread this year, or excuse me, this year so far, the Lions, the Dolphins, both 5-1, and one. Uh, the Rams, Jaguars, Chiefs, Jets, 49ers, Ravens, and Texans, all are 4-2 and two or better. Wow. So that is good. In the NFL, unlike college, where you'll get um, – by the way, I did see an interesting stat. I actually saw it from a gambling uh, spot by Kurt Warner during the game. <laughs> Forty-four percent of NFL games this year, a team has had to come back in the second half of the game to win. Twenty-five percent or twenty-two percent of the games have ended in a field goal or less. Ooh, magic <laughs> now, numbers. Now I know this, and I've been doing this for twenty-seven years. And I, the key, obviously, when I hear that, I say, "Well, the key is to obviously find the games that aren't inside a field goal and mm-hmm. don't." Have teams coming from behind. the 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 message of his of his message, which by the way, Gamblers Anonymous should pick up on this ad because he's absolutely right, is that the NFL can be a very fickle mistress. Absolutely. And you you are going to have a lot of close games. You are going to have games you were winning through the middle of the third quarter, and then everything changes. And the other team wins. Those things are going to happen. It doesn't mean they're fixed or that there's a script like some idiots out there say. It just means that, including one of my best friends, says he's just the biggest idiot in the world but he thinks that half these games are fixed so that's not a thing not enough money in the world to fix an nfl game stupid anyway is, you, it, is this the same guy that brought a bottle or a, a suitcase full of bottled waters to dinner yes 100 it is <laughs> and is sitting at the table with us at a very very nice italian place <laughs> and yeah and had a suitcase full of uh, carry off a bottle of waters and also went to the super bowl party with us this last year <laughs> <laughs> Where I made like fifty thousand dollars and told him exactly what to bet, and he came back midway through the third quarter and said, "I lost, I lost five hundred dollars." But all the other things, goodness, yeah, that guy. He thinks there's the fix this sometimes in King, one of my best friends, total idiot. Anyway, we all have one, uh, exactly, at least one. I mean, I got a whole roll call <laughs> full of them. Um, anyway, unders have been great this year. Uh, those type teams have done really well against the spread, and as we said, uh, th- some of those. 
but unlike college where you'll have five and oh six and oh you know teams that, that are sweeping right now on both sides um you won't have that in the nfl four and two is really good in the nfl it's about finding your spots and be able to take advantage of that uh speaking of spots brandon what jumps out this week in the nfl three big games for me lions at ravens chargers at chiefs dolphins at eagles those are three big time games um, who, at least uh, for the Lions, Ravens, and then Dolphins, Eagles, have stylistic differences of of execution on offense. Um, that's going to be you know a, the a war of wills. Whereas Chargers Chiefs has the potential to be a potential track meet, which means it'll probably end like seventeen fifteen. Yeah, which people who think that the Chiefs are scoring a bunch of points this year aren't paying attention. The right. under's been really good with them. Uh, they've been figuring out a way to get it done, but you know Kelsey being injured or or whatever, even somewhat injured, has affected their offense. And frankly, defensive coordinators are getting better for the most part, generally speaking, of stifling them, especially when they get in the red zone. Um, Dolphins-Eagles is obviously the big one for me. I've had people ask me, is this Dolphins team, and frankly Detroit for that matter, Mm -hmm. should we put them in that top tier, ready to win the Super Bowl category? And with both of them, but especially Detroit, my answer has been categorically no. Uh, There's a gap, and that gap, is exposed and will continue to be exposed when Detroit plays really good teams. This Dolphins team, I've kind of I've balked a little bit at that theory because offensively they are so dangerous. They have great weapons and they're healthy to this point that we saw even last week they get down fourteen to nothing and win by a thousand. Everybody forgets what happens early in that game. This game they're never out of it, and as long as they stay healthy because they can score a bunch of points. The Philly team, and this is a great, this is the game of the week to me because Philly's at home also. Mm-hmm. If this game was down in South Florida, I would think, okay, Dolphins might be a four-point favorite down there because Philadelphia has not played very good this year. And when they did play a decent team, they, they ended up not, not winning, um, even not even a decent team. So they had not been playing their best but getting away with it. Unlike San Francisco that had just been rolling it up on everybody, right. Philly kind of, I mean, them losing wasn't the craziest thing in the world. Now they do get them at home, no excuses there. Probably get a little bit of weather this weekend, but you get a Dolphins team that nobody wants to play because offensively they've got a mad scientist, Harry Potter dude, at head coach. That dude is um, weird. That so weird. <laughs> His story's awesome, by the it way. Really he went is. to he went to Yale, or he's an Ivy League guy. Yes, um, and he was a, he was a ball boy for the Broncos, like as a kid. Yeah. Yeah, he was, and had an alcohol problem. Mm-hmm. I, I I love his story. Uh, yes. Got his alcohol under control. Totally strange dude. Great hire by the Ross family, whoever controls uh, the Dolphins down there now. And he's got them rolling on offense. And this is a team that you could see like the Rams with the greatest show on turf and some of these other teams, Kansas City at times, with it. they are going to win almost all their games, if not all their games, no matter how the defense plays, because they are really difficult to stop. The speed kills, and it's super hard to stop if you don't have speed to, to uh, uh, combat it. The Eagles do not have a ton of speed. I actually like the Dolphins here. It wouldn't surprise me if Philly won, but I actually like the Dolphins here. I think that uh, they are they are by far the most dangerous team in the NFL right now. And maybe not. And I would I'd have said this before San Francisco lost, but they're the team that makes the most teams uncomfortable when you have to play them because things can get away from you. If you have any other type of offensive game plan, they can take you out of that offensive game plan quicker than everybody else. Sure. Yeah. Um, Cause I mean, San Francisco, Philly, they can, they can, you know, kind of ram it down your throat, really kind of, you know, out physical you, but no matter what you do offensively, 
they can score in seven seconds. They can score in seven minutes. It just kind of depends on what they what they need. And you're right, little Harry Potter back there is is getting it. You know, he he can he can kill you in a number of ways. Yeah, and the thing is, is that San Francisco, who still is, is very very good. You know, very they got good. a couple big injuries in that game. They'll get healthy and be back. But they they're going to keep you out of the end zone. They're going to say you're not going to score, so it's going to you're going to be a predictable down in distances. At some point, when you are, we're going to we're going to put our foot on your throat and bury you. This 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 Miami team said, you know what? We're not super concerned whether you score or not because we don't think you can score as much as we can score, and that is a lot less comfortable for teams like the Ravens, uh, for teams like Kansas City that are not a shootout type, for teams like Buffalo. A little bit uh, more methodical. You can't afford to be that way. Yeah, they want to. They want to impose their will at some point during the game and stay balanced and keep your stars on the sidelines. Well, you can't do that when you get down three touchdowns. So you better not make a mistake, and you better convert some third down. So interesting year, very, very interesting year. We're going to find out where the Dolphins are heading forward because, you know, people say, well, they lost early in the year. Well, it was early in the year. Let's give them some credit for getting better, like like we do every other team. Um, a lot of interesting football coming up on Sunday. You said uh, Saturday has the card. I think Sunday has a card. The other one that's interesting to me, this Rams team has been nothing but dominating against the number, only giving three to the Steelers. Um, this is one of those stylistic games mm-hmm. where you would look at the the uh, products to this point in the season, and you'd say, well, the Rams should definitely be four and a half, maybe even more, against the Steelers who seem really, really bad offensively. But this Rams team is not going to run away and hide. They'll keep you around. They'll let you play defense. And they're prone to some mistakes. So that combination uh, of that second tier games, you mentioned all of the, you know, the the, the can't miss TV games. Mm-hmm. But of that second tier, that's one. And and you look at you know, Mike Tomlin, who has not had as good a year against an underdog. He was fifteen and five against the spread as a dog coming into the season. I think he's probably one and two so far this year. Um, but definitely a dude that that outperforms the market on a regular basis. Pittsburgh also five and one against the spread their last six when they play the Rams. It will not be a home field in L.A. Oh um, God, no! Nobody's and Pittsburgh not only travels well; they have you know they're they're like the Cowboys almost. They have national fans brand. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, national brand. They will show up in droves. Tickets are not that expensive over in um, um, wherever it is by the airport. Um, the Rams five and one against the spread. Their last six at home, so they have done nothing but outperform the market. But that's an interesting one. I like Pittsburgh plus the points in that one. Um, Eight hundred. No, no. Fatjacksports.com. Almost gave the number out. That'd have been dumb. <laughs> you said earlier, if you call wanting basketball on on Super Bowl Sunday, I almost said first of all, you'd be stupid to call. Second, um, you'd be calling about basketball then. No, go to the website. Go go, go now, and yeah, go now, go then. Don't you don't need to call unless you don't have a computer. If you don't have to work the computer, call it takes about two minutes to get you signed up. If you don't have an email or text, don't call. Don't sign up. Don't just lose. First of all, take Saturday and go figure out how to work a computer, enough to get emails. <laughs> go to the library and sign up for a class. Or, yeah, a, a cell phone. Just learn how to read it, press a, a button and read a text. Do that first so at least you can get the pics because I'm not even going to try to walk you through the portal on the website if you can't get an email. Um, but if, as long as you get an email, go to the website. It's the easiest way, automatic. The minute you press enter, you get the pics. It's so efficient. And you're not going to have to talk to just not only me, but anybody else in the office. And then it's a give us your email address. Everybody that calls and wants to give their email, email address, Brandon, you know what it is? V is in Victor. B is in Bob. M is in Mary. I mean, it's, it's, it's literally all of the letters 
that you could mistake for another letter. B, V, Z, C, E, M, you know, those type, it's too much. Because we have to write it down and put it in the system. So if you have an email address with a bunch of those letters, go to the website, punch it in yourself. That way you know it's correct. Press send, and you are immediately going to get this weekend's plays all the way through Monday, most likely, or at least through Sunday. So very inefficient, very easy, no callbacks, no upselling, the same games I'm playing. And then those games will be posted and documented on the website. You get the weekend for as little as $149, through Halloween for as little as $299. I say as little then because it depends on when you listen to the show. might be uh, $149, might be $169, might be $189, might be $299 through, this, through Halloween, might be $279 through Halloween. So um, – through the Super Bowl, about 80 bucks a week or less. That's all the bowl games, NFL playoffs, everything. Um, Breeders' Cup, baseball, all of it, or longer packages with basketball starting on Tuesday will save you a ton of money to win betting on sports. You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1-800-298-1383 or the simplest thing. Log on to FatJackSports.com and get ready to win. Hey, it's Brandon Rush from the Fat Jack Sports Service. If you want to stay in touch with everything related to the Fat Jack, follow us on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, you name it. We are there at Fat Jack Sports. You can also watch the Fat Jack Sports Hour on YouTube every weekend. Plus, see funny clips from the show, see Jack's appearances on the nationally syndicated TV show, Beat the Odds. Stay connected to the Fat Jack at Fat Jack Sports on all the socials and on YouTube. Hey, this is the Fat Jack. Another week in the books, and it was a big one. We win in football. We win in baseball. We win in the UFC. Everything turns a profit. Are you ready to make money as we head toward the end of October? Go to FatJackSports.com, and for as little as $299, get everything through Halloween. Want to add basketball? It starts next Tuesday. Add it now and save hundreds of dollars. Go to FatJackSports.com. Sign up today. The plays are emailed to you. You'll start winning this weekend at FatJackSports.com. Welcome back to the Fat Jack Sports Hour, and now here is our host, the man who is Taylor Swift's third favorite podcast host. He's the Fat Jack. Thank you so much, Brandon. Fat Jack Sports Hour, segment number three, getting you ready for the weekend. Very inexpensive, less than 100 bucks a week to win long term. Go to FatJackSports.com and win this weekend. We won last weekend in every sport. Um, we did not have a huge Saturday. We're due for about a 6-0 Saturday which with the way everything else is going will be that 10-1. and one. Yeah, I, I thought it was coming this week. You know, 2-0 and o Thursday, 2-0 and o Friday. And I lo- I really like Saturday's card and love Sunday's card. Love Sunday's card. thought we were going to sweep on Sunday. Um, and if not for literally negative three in the turnovers in half of the games, we at least go 4-2 and two or 5-1, and one, and it is a monster. It's, it's literally a 4-2 a and two would have made it a – Eight and two, nine, ten, eleven, and three. So that, eleven. That's and three. that's a beast. That yeah, is a beast. Of that. So it's coming. The point is, is that we're dialed in. Everything's going great. You, you're going to have those games where you have uh, turnover, a turnover difference, and um, you just get by those. You move on because sometimes you're going to be on the right side of those. You're going to be plus three in the turnovers when you shouldn't have won, and you're going to win. So don't miss any of the games, and you're going to make money long term. That's what's happened twenty four the last twenty five weeks. By the way, pet peeve of mine. I, I fly this private airline out of L.A. a lot and out of Denver some. And they are – it's like semi-private. So basically you get – they're owned by the ex-CEO of JetBlue, 
you get private. It's a private small plane. It's got like, I don't know, 20 seats or something. You can bring your dog on there. You use the private airport. It's not expensive. It's not super expensive. So like, I don't know, four or 500 bucks, which is a lot more than you would pay going coach from, you know, Southwest from LA to Vegas. But when you talk about, I don't have to deal with LAX. I don't have to deal with anything on the other end. You just get out. There's a car waiting and you and take you. It's worth a couple hundred bucks. Of it's a write off for me. I have to go to Vegas. It's not like I'm going right. You know, and so it's worth it for me. But I've been taking this airline, and I they I guess people in Washington, the big airlines are mad because they're like a hybrid. They're semi private. They're not hundred percent private. They're not uh you know they're not Southwest Commercial, or Delta. Right. And so the lobbyists are trying to shut down this loophole. So I got an email from them, and they said, here, we need you to email your lawmakers, Stephanie Bice and James Langford, some other dude. And they give you the ones that say, listen, email them and tell them to stay out of your business, which is exactly what I want them to do. I've never done this before, but I, th- I thought, I'm going to do that. I don't want them screwing with this. This, bi- this business model should be all over the country. I wish they were in Oklahoma or Florida. Because I'll pay a little bit more. I don't want to pay five thousand dollars to fly three hundred miles from LA to Vegas, but I'll pay three or four hundred dollars more to not have to deal with LAX and not have to deal with McCarran on the back end and all the baggage claim and every you know Tom, Dick, and Harry trying to get their luggage and play slot machines. I'm I'm just trying to get there quicker. So I emailed them. Pet peeve. I now every time Stephanie Bice oh, or boy. Langford has a, something to say about anything, they're sending me an email. How about this? Go just keep people out of the airplanes, out of the airport, and don't tell me about what you think about Twitter and their rules because I don't care what you think about them. So, yeah, mailing lists are not fun. This is another reason why um, you don't have mailing lists. We don't reach out to you after the picks are out to be like, oh, hey, we have this going on and we have this. Have you have you have you thought about paying for this? Yeah, that's we don't do that. Mailing, the only mailing thing, lists are annoying. The only thing you get from us. If you've asked for emails, mm-hmm. you get emails. That's who gets emails. If you don't want emails, then say, I don't want any emails. And then guess what? You're not going to get any emails. None. It's that simple. I'm not here to convince you to do something you don't want to do. I'm here to give you information that will help you make money if you want it. So very simple. I've tried to explain that to the FCC now for three months. That We're not sending text messages to anybody who doesn't want them. And the people that want them don't want you to tell them they can't have them. So stupid, Brandon. I, 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 the world sometimes just – I, I got a Wayne Dyer, dude. I got a Wayne Dyer. It, it, I honestly, you know, I, as a friend, you know, you need it maybe. I do. I do. And I, and I, I love that you recognized it first. I do. I, I, I don't want to be that guy. I really have a, a very blessed life, winning a bunch of money betting on sports and traveling around. I do not need to be complaining about, uh, you know, guys smoking cigars next to my pizza. So, which if you're on the national show, that will not mean anything to you. Uh, Denver Green Bay, Brandon, you like that at all before we get out of here? No, not at all. Goodness grief. How bad uh, are some of these teams, by the way? They're, they're, especially like your professionals. Like, how is this so bad? How is this so hard? Uh, there's talk that uh, that Denver may be making some coaching changes. Uh, Vance Joseph, the defensive coordinator, apparently uh, may be on the way out. And there's a rumor going around that Rex Ryan is going to make a return to the NFL. And Denver has the worst defense football. in the entire league. People think it's it's uh, Russell Wilson. <laughs> that defense is not helping them this year. They're last. They're last in the league. They're, they're giving up more points than anybody. That is not where you want to be. Pittsburgh, Los Angeles, and Denver. Is that defense? I think that no. Yeah, that is defense. 
offense. I was going to say Denver's offense is not great either. I mean, you know, you know, you got a bad team when you're literally in the bottom five or six in both. In both, yeah. <laughs> That's not where you want to be. Pittsburgh Steelers are that way, by the way. It'd be hard to walk up the window and put a bunch of money on the Steelers right now. I mean, uh, this is an offense that had I, I want to say four offensive touchdowns through Week Five. Yeah, they are third from the bottom, averaging 15 points a game right now. Uh, Cincinnati's the worst, by the way. How are we enjoying that over? Uh, Giants, second to last, and then the Jets right above them, um, and then Green Bay. So, um, yeah, should be a murder-she-wrote game of the week with Denver and um, and Green Bay. Um, I, the, uh, you know, by the way, check local listings around the country. But if you're listening, watch us on Beat the Odds. There's so much good information that comes out. We talked about the free winners. They're actually on an eight and two run between Teddy and I both, both really doing well on that. I, I had my first loss of the year uh, this last week on that top bet. But besides that, you get a lot of information. This this week, we kind of last week, we, we the insight and anatomy of undefeated teams and what they lose. And I said the same thing on there. Both these teams have a good chance of losing here um, this week. It's about the anatomy of a horrible team that has no way to get out of it. And I talk with presumably good coaches. I talk about New England. I talk about Denver. Um, a little bit about the Giants. Uh, because those three teams are, I mean, so bad. And but anyway, there's a lot of that on the uh, on the show. So Beat the Odds or Beat the Odds TV runs in 150 markets around the country. On the Yes Network in New York, runs in Boston, Seattle, all over the country in big markets. Um, or you can watch it online as well. So uh, go check that out and watch that this week. Also follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Fat Jack Sports for free plays and much more. Final thoughts, Brandon? Did you know that uh, when you die, you can be cremated and put into an hourglass so you never miss family game night? You know what? I don't know if that's a joke or not, but I don't hate it. I don't hate the <laughs> idea. I'm... I still have my mother-in-law, part of my dad, and three animals in my garage. Cremated. Cremated. I, I, just, I just wanted to put that out there just in case anyone got the wrong idea. Buried to the bottom. No, I, no, I just I, – I don't think I have a thing about that. And by the way, if you're a family member and you want part of my dad, let me know. Um, <laughs> put that out there for the world. You always get the best stuff in the last couple minutes of the show, Brandon, for uh, sure. This is how you know. But let me know. You know the show's over because I'm soliciting to my family members – Part of my dad. <laughs> anyway, we got to get wow. out of here. Don't drink and drive. Wager responsibly. Until next week, for Brandon the Fat Jack, this has been the Fat Jack Sports Hour. You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1 800 298 1383 or the simplest thing log on to fatjacksports.com and get ready to win. Hey, this is the Fat Jack. Another week in the books, and it was a big one. We win in football. We win in baseball. We win in the UFC. Everything turns a profit. Are you ready to make money as we head toward the end of October? Go to FatJackSports.com, and for as little as $299, get everything through Halloween. Want to add basketball? It starts next Tuesday. Add it now and save hundreds of dollars. Go to FatJackSports.com. Sign up today. The plays are emailed to you. You'll start winning this weekend. FatJackSports.com.